This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Recording on Monday, November 5th, this is the Episode 17 News segment. As always, I'm Dan Pineda. In MLB news, the Golden Glove Awards were announced on Sunday, November 6th. Some notable names to win include Salvador Perez, who won for the fifth time, Alex Gordon, who won for the sixth time, and Yadier Molina, who won for the ninth time. Also named were Nolan Arenado, who won for the sixth time, and Zach Greinke, also won for the fifth time. We also have four first-time winners uh, in Jackie Bradley Jr., Matt Chapman, Freddie Freeman, and Nick Ahmed. In NFL news, the former Bills quarterback, E.J. Manuel, called out the Bills on his Instagram story, saying, and I quote, I usually never open up about my time in Buffalo, but the fact that this guy, referring to Nathan Peterman, has had multiple four interception games, and I don't have a job in the league? Unreal. Say what you want about me, but never have I ever done that. Forget a learning curve. I didn't get the luxury of being able to use that as an excuse. I wonder why. Peterman was a turnover machine in what was a blowout loss to Chicago this past Sunday. In NCAA news, after what was hyped up to be the college football game of the year, Alabama goes on the road to shut out LSU 29 to nothing in what was a mismatched game from the start. The top five schools in the country are now Georgia at number five, Michigan at number four, Notre Dame at number three, Clemson at number two, and Alabama at number one. Kentucky drops out of the top 10 to number 12 after their loss to Georgia, and LSU drops out of the top five to number nine after their loss at home to Alabama. This has been the episode 17 news segment, and now on with the show. You guys, do you guys find Derrick Henry's little like hair like thing to be disgusting? Because I do. It I don't na- even know it, what you're it, talking it, about. It, it looks really gross. He has this weird looking just shaft sticking like, out like, the back of his head. It, it looks like a bird ne- bird's nest gone wrong. Yeah, but like oh, into one big one <laughs> big gross. Like, Let me Google. Yeah, look it up. Look him. Uh, type in Derrick Henry no shirt. I mean, okay, that's kind of a weird thing, but okay. Yeah, and then Lauren's <laughs> going to take his search history and be like, why are you searching for Derrick Henry with no shirt? Why oh, are you looking at these Tennessee players? <laughs> um, oh my God. I see what you're talking about, they though. Scored! It's just this big, thick-looking, gross thing. It looks like that has a lot of oil in it. It, it looks like a, like a penis covered in oil. Oh, okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> it just it just oh, looks like a it just looks note? like a dreadlock beehive to me, but alright. <laughs> Rod's just like moving on. <laughs> Welcome game. everybody to Ride the Pine, the show where three friends discuss sports you know with what, a side Ron? of anxiety and a little Hair bit of snarkiness. Is. 
Yeah, his hair penises. <laughs> God damn it, Ron. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best voice as I did last week for the uh, intro there for uh, for. Oh uh, yeah, with the, Dungeons and, with the Dungeons and Dragons comment, I nearly fell out of my freaking chair. Yeah, that was listen yeah. to that. That was amazing. Yep. I don't always listen to our whole podcast right through. I'll go back and do pieces of it. So sometimes I miss those little things. Yeah, <laughs> and I love them. I love them. Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing to listen for is my chief expert editing. That's definitely worth the extra day wait sometimes. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode seventeen of Ride the Pine. This is a podcast where three friends discuss sports with a side of anxiety. And lots of doubt. As always, I'm your host, Dan, joined by my co-host, Kyle and Ron. Guys, how are we doing this week? Yellow. Hey, I'm doing pretty well. For you know. some reason, for some ridiculous reason, Kyle is in the enemy state. He is in New York right now, and I don't know if I like it or not. Enemy territory. Yeah, we are definitely, you know, enemies. Sure, we could play and, that and, up. Uh, well, I'm... <laughs> You know what, Ron? I'm talking in the sports world, the Red Sox, Yankees. Uh, c- yeah, come, yeah. On. come on, get man. with the program. Oh, dude, there. Are, I think I said this on another episode. There are probably it's a pretty even split between Red Sox and Yankees fans in Western New York. So, which is shocking. Uh, not I really. Kinda, People in Western New York pl- are stupid. Well, well noted. Anyway, nonetheless, stinks to be here. If any of our fans <laughs> are from Western New York, disregard our cynical co-host. He's he's just. Angry at the Bills getting throttled again. He's just oh, lived yeah, yeah. amongst you too long. Well, you know, I'm going to do something to solve that this week, and we're going to talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, get ready for uh, that. Th- th- that sh- I don't know if you're sh- trying to set me up for that, but um, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, oh, okay, I'm not good at reading cues. No, definitely not. Um, but I did put on our Instagram story that we did have a big announcement, and that is actually coming in this episode. So you Dan and Ron are pregnant. Yay! <laughs> you know you what, just Kyle? Said that you're in the enemy state, and somehow... <laughs> and and, and oh. for God's sakes, Kyle, go eat some freaking Taco Bell because you're hungry. I do I guess it. I eat. guess it is 2018, though. Um, yeah, um, I was going to make a joke here, and I forgot what I was going to say, so let's move on. All right. Uh, well, first game I wanted to talk about from this past weekend was that Saints-Rams game. Man, that was just everything I thought it would be and more. It was just an awesome game to watch. Yeah, it was pretty fun uh, viewing it. And, you know, I I, po- I, uh, what was that? I posed the, uh, the, the suggestion that we should, uh, uh, you know, uh, call the episode C-C-C-Combo Breaker. Um, but it kind of, you know, didn't go over so well, so... I'm probably going to pick something else this week for a title and uh, hope that people listen to it based on that. But yeah, the game itself was uh, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I was surprised by like the margin that New Orleans won by uh, personally. Um, Yeah. 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 It was a great game. It started right off. Saints came down and scored first and it was exciting the whole way. My son and I were watching it. It was like every few minutes, something good was going on. I am kind of surprised that the Rams didn't bring it within a score. They, they lost by, what, 10? 45-35? Yeah, like 45-35, yeah, was the final. But, man, the Saints made a statement. Um, I know Minnesota's going to be there. They're going to be a good team probably uh, come playoff time in the Bears, but I don't know how these two don't meet in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, that's going to be 
I mean, it has to be between those two. I like, mean, down with an undefeated team. No problem. Yeah. They Don had that Shula game under control. Popping champagne. Yeah, they're Being happy. Like, the perfect uh, I season mean, still intact. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it was definitely just a back and forth, back and forth battle, but you don't expect the Saints to keep up with a team like the Rams defensively. Like I, I thought mm-hmm. you had, I, I bet you listeners out there thought I was gonna say offensively, but that was just trading touchdowns, trading touchdowns, and then all of a sudden the Saints went cold a little bit in the third quarter. They kind of their scoring kind of lulled, and the and the Rams got back in the game, and then this big touchdown of Michael Thomas happened, and that was pretty much the nail in the coffin. Oh, but awesome. yeah, uh, what a uh, what a touchdown that was, and then what a celebration! Pulling the cell phone out of the football. Oh my God! What am I saying? Out of the field goal post. That was. Oh my God! The, that would have taken a lot more planning. <laughs> just take out a knife and rip open a football. Hey, it's a cell phone. You uh, have to get the Patriots involved with that. Uh, you yeah. know what? You, you know what, Kyle? <laughs> that is just a salty 49ers fan. I'm sure they have some personnel available that could help them out. Oh with yeah. That. I don't think that guy's employed anymore, so probably. <laughs> but, are, are, but he definitely doesn't know anything help? about it. That's for sure. Are we gonna, yeah. ever going to live this down, or are you guys just going to no. rub that in our face for the rest of our so, lives? Yes. So, I'm going to be guys, 85 years old, and Ron's just going to be like, hey, Dan, remember that time when Tom Brady deflated balls 55 years ago? <laughs> 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 be like, screw you, Ron. <laughs> Pretty much. Although, you're going to be able to counter with, like, remember that time the Bills went to the Super Bowl four times in a row and didn't win a single one? <laughs> or you remember that time so. Nathan Peterman c- continuously threw three interceptions a game? For five straight yeah. games. Oh, you know what's uh-huh. funny though is that his interception rating actually went down. <laughs> uh, th- that's that's what. I mean, yeah, his pace is hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, apparently he like he completed so many passes that his interception to completion ratio actually went down, or something like that. I don't actually yeah. know what the stat is, but I thought it was funny. It dropped down from like eleven percent to nine percent. By the way, That's... guys, did you know that uh, he threw as many interceptions as Aaron Rodgers did in, like, 900 passes? Yeah, when you sent Ooh, me that, I was funny. like, why is he employed? And then speaking of that, EJ Manuel coming out on Instagram, putting the Bills and Peterman on blast saying, I never did that. Why am I not employed? The answer to that, mm-hmm. EJ, and this is no offense to you, you are also hot garbage. So just shut it yeah. over there. Yeah, you hear that? Take that with no offense. Yeah, <laughs> no offense intended, Jeez. but you suck. Not uh, to you, at least. Hey, but hold on, know, back man. to the Saints I think game, guys. Somebody commented on our show and said, "No offense, you guys suck." Like, <laughs> I'd be pretty offended. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like an oxymoron. It's like, hey, man, the, don't take any offense to this, but you're really a horrible human being. It's like you're what? you're not it's bad. Like you're just not good. You know. <laughs> So that thing. Michael Thomas no, but, touchdown, do you guys know where that came from? Pop quiz. Oh, what was, oh my, wasn't it a guy back I mean, in like honestly, the 80s or 90s who did it? I don't think I anybody remember. in the 80s would be able to do the cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point, Ron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you dingus. Anyway. Uh, Signing off with Ride the Pine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who, I, I wanted to say it was like Terrell Owens, but I think it was actually somebody else. Oh, um, T.O. did his share. Remember. But no, it was yeah. actually the Saints in that same stadium. Oh, was it Joe Horn? Joe Horn from yeah. like 20 years, uh, 15 years ago, maybe. Um, yeah. Did the same thing. Back when they, you know, actually had fun in the league. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that was like right before they decided, okay, we can't have these kind of creative celebrations. Yeah, like the time mm. T.O. scored a touchdown when he came back as a 49er and went right to the star and got decked at the star. Those were good times. <laughs> yeah, he did that twice. Oh then the Sharpie. Um, so uh, what were some other games that really stood out to you guys this week besides the Rams and the Saints? You know, the Bears game was you know kind of expected right they they blew out the bills but they did even more than i than i thought they would um you know i thought the steelers ravens game was a great division battle it came down to that last possession um but that was definitely exciting and i mean honestly the niners blown out the raiders i know the raiders stink but i was uh surprised it was by that many points i will say this in our pick em pool i switched my pick from the 49ers to the raiders because i was like oh this guy's never played an nfl snap He's not going to yeah. do that well. That's a good and point. And then he does right. that. And I'm sitting there watching the game with Bridget, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me with this. This guy's just I know, tearing right? them he to looks shreds. Yeah, he, yeah. Looked, he looked like he was a Tom Brady. He like, looked like he'd been I was going to say, and you from the Tom Brady team, where he was a sixth-round pick, didn't look like he was going to be anything, and then becomes the greatest of all time. <laughs> you know what, Ron? You can just shut Shame. up there with your saltiness. <laughs> <laughs> you can take uh, that saltiness and shove it where the sun don't shine. I mean, the sun shines everywhere on me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. And I don't know why you didn't have that accent either. That was that was uh, that was gold. That right was there. Keep that was that my in Lindsey there. Graham accent. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, on uh, on another note, game that kind of um, blew me away in terms of a stat line was the Lions and Vikings game. The sheer fact that Matt Stafford was sacked 10 times. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus, glad I missed that one. Not My that thing really is, cared. like, how bad is your offensive line to the point where, I kid you not, there was a freeze frame of him getting sacked for, I think it was, like, the seventh time. It looked like he almost crapped himself. Like, he was so frightened by these Minnesota Vikings defenders just coming at him constantly that he looked like he was about to just drop one right there on the field. Oh, man, you know he's going to his therapist this week and just, you know, they're going to talk about PTSD, right? Like, that's going to be this whole season for him. Just sucking his thumb in the locker room, just rocking back and forth. It's just a giant case of PTSD. What is it? Some offensive lines are never good. I all for years I've seen Matt Stafford on the ground. Uh, For years I've seen Eli Manning rushed. He makes enough bad decisions on his own, but he doesn't have good protection. There's some teams that just like are known for having bad offensive lines. And my thing Mm -hmm. is, and you know, it's a great point, Kyle, is that you would think that a lot of these teams, after constant year after year after year of of constant bad play at the offensive line position. As we listen to yep. Fleur de Lee in the background. Um, Sorry, I don't know what's going on there. I think the TV is just a little too loud. But um, is, I'll just um, edit it out. Is you think these teams will go into the draft and try to address those issues, yet... Yeah, don't you make progress they, somewhere? Right, and then you see uh, all these GMs see these shiny new toys in the NFL draft with, like... Baker Mayfield and Saquon Barkley yep. and Julio Jones, they say, oh, let's go get some more offensive players and don't think, hey, I can't use my offensive weapons unless my quarterback can stay upright. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
You know, there are some teams that did great strides with their offensive line. Exhibit A, Dallas Cowboys. They had a yeah. horrible offensive line post Emmett Smith and post Troy Aikman. And then Jerry Jones built that line back up. And I think they had five pro bowlers from their from their line last year. That's hard yeah, no, to they, do. Yeah, they've had a few good years of, of a good line. Now they're known for it, you know, and they drafted this big Alabama lineman or whatever it is. And they're, yeah, they're another league. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I think that's the key. You you have to keep your quarterback upright. Otherwise, it's just like, like, what's the point of getting these big, shiny new toys if you're not going to be able to throw to them? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. I don't know what sense. you guys are talking about. I've I've been watching a team that's had just you know unfounded quarterback success for the last twenty years. Crickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my for a second, god. I was kind of concerned the internet crapped out there. No, no, that's no, we're all just that like, guys, out. No. It's like <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah. Before so we the... actually take our first break, I actually wanted uh, Ron to introduce. Uh, Speaking of Ron's saltiness, uh, what we have going on coming up the next couple of weeks. Ron, you want to take it away? Absolutely. So, uh, so I'm sure as regular listeners of the show, you will know that I am a fan of the Buffalo Bills and have been for roughly uh, 30 years. Uh, I can't take it anymore. They've had countless opportunities to improve their team but management is so inept that they've turned a playoff team last year into one in danger of finishing last in the league this year. So, in an effort to save my sanity, I am announcing the first ever Change Your Stripes tournament. I have picked six teams that I can see myself cheering for and assigned a random number to the remaining 25. The catch is, the winners will be chosen over the next couple of episodes by the listeners over on Twitter. And in the finals, Dan and Kyle will try to convince me to pick one team over the other. So to recap, the process is going to be, number one, I'm going to list off the teams I selected. Number two, we will have a program randomly generate one team from the AFC and one team from the NFC to join the tournament. And that's literally every other team except for the Bills and the other six that I picked. It's like an invitational. Yeah. It's like a wild card, if you will. Uh, Three... We'll match up the teams in a tournament-style bracket, and the listeners will select the winners each week for the next couple of weeks. Number four, when we get to the finals, we'll have a coin toss simulation to determine Kyle and Dan's team. Five, and in a very special bonus episode, Dan and Kyle will try to persuade me to choose their team. And number six, I will choose the team that I'm going to cheer for for the rest of the year or until the Bills get good again. So... That's the Change of Stripes tournament, and uh, I'm going to introduce the teams probably in the next segment, if that's okay with you. That's fine by me. So with that, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll find out the teams that are going to be in this Change Your Stripes tournament. We're also going to preview week number 10 in the NFL. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. 
If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground. Welcome back, everybody, from our first break. Uh, we're actually going to jump right in because I'm actually really excited to see uh, what you came up with, Ron, uh, for your teams in this tournament. Okay, and this is where I'm going to put in like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire background music where they just goes, they really just draw some drama and everything like that. So, team number one I picked uh, is a consistent playoff contender. Uh, they have a pretty great roster even without like a major, you know, uh, asset in it and Damn, similarly, they are a they are a small market team and i use that in quotes uh close to western new york um the cons are the the family actually has connections with the republican party and it's very politically involved so if you AFC? guys would like to guess who it is it was afc texans Boo, doo, doo. nope kyle if you listen to the clue he said western new york I thought he said like it, Western Texas New York. Texas is close to Western I New York. He was yeah, like referring well, he, to the he Bills. said Western New York Texans. Well, yeah. Jackass, well, if they I are heard similarly it a small market team, that. and they are close to Western New York, so I may not have uh, articulated that well enough. I thought you meant just like them. I don't yeah. know. Then who do you think, Dan? Ravens. Uh, actually, yeah, that actually sounds like a good pick. I, I'd say the Ravens. Ah, well, it was actually the Pittsburgh Steelers. So nice job. You were guys were still in the same division. Um, but yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers nice. I picked as the first team on the list. Uh, the second team, they have a brand new franchise quarterback who works really well with the team. They gel really well. They're doing pretty good right now. They're almost certainly going to the playoffs this year. Also, my dad's favorite team. Um, the only con is that I'm not really wild about the fact that they still use a Native American mascot, but it's probably the least exploitative in the league. So Kansas is City that. Chiefs. Another AFC team. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. Bum, bum, bum. Moving on to team number three. So I kind of put it in there already who it's going to be, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit more anonymous. Uh, I really like their quarterback, and I think that he's finally due for some success. And uh, I'd also like to move to L.A. Um, the con is that this player is also in the autumn of his career, and I'm not confident that they have an answer after he leaves. Philip Rivers. Chargers. And the yeah. Chargers. As if you yep. like Rivers. Yep. Who likes Rivers? What's hey, wrong with I've that? Ca- I've had him... I've had him on my fantasy teams for like years. Oh, I've had him as well. And he's always, yeah, he's always produced pretty well for oh, me. For sure. So that's I why agree. I like him. I don't know anything about him as a person. Oh he could be a giant God. jerk. Watch him. He has like, he, he he has like nine like kids. Jerk. Yeah, and all of his kids can't stand him. <laughs> They're all Eli fans. <laughs> yeah, they are. <exactly. laughs> it's like, we wish you stayed in New York, Daddy. Jeez. How dare you get traded 2003, you know, when we weren't even born yet. All right, next team, NFC team. They just traded for a really big defensive prospect. Uh, they've got a great legacy, and uh, they are the chief rival of my sister-in-law's favorite team, the Green Bay Packers. Oh, the Packers. Um, cons, I don't really have any. Nice. They did just whoop my team, so that's a huge hint. The Chicago um, Bears. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Duh, Bears. Duh, um, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> number five in the nfc 
We got another team. The whole team is just completely stacked from from front to back, Rams. top to bottom, whatever. Uh, wow yeah how did you that's amazing <laughs> good guess no uh, suspense there <laughs> Kyle Rams yeah Rams. <laughs> Bears nice. and Rams are nice. pretty easy in this event you're you're loading uh, your teams right now Ron you're gonna have an awesome favorite team pretty soon <laughs> oh yeah I know holy crap I know I'm, that's why I'm picking teams that are actually good oh, um shoot. number six last team that I picked manually. New Orleans no actually <laughs> oh um, but they are a serious contender in the NFC North I mean, Sirius is kind of loose, but, you know, maybe. Minnesota Vikings. Um, they're, yeah, good guess. My only con that I have for that team is that I really don't want to cheer for a team with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but yep. that defense and the, the offensive weapons, yeah, it's not Kirk, it's a Kirk Cousins-led team, but with Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, I mean, you can't go wrong with that team. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying that the other players are bad. I think that they're actually really good. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I always think of Kirk Cousins as being like super overrated, not actually that good. So, anyway, it's because he is. Uh, yeah, right. Um, Dan, I was just telling Ron, I'm like, good for him for doing this. I would just totally just look at a list of teams and just like, you know, point to one. <laughs> I, I can see, I can see Kyle just being like this. Kyle's just like, yeah, that one, that that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was random. It, yeah, I want to make sure that it's completely random. It's completely unbiased, and uh, I want you guys to be able to see it and know that I, this, this was fun. legit. Is, is that come the on, rest baby, of the teams? Some this is the list team. of teams the from the AFC. Form. So I've got everybody. I hope it's the Jets. Oh, oh, gotcha. yep, everybody, okay. everybody in the AFC. Actually, I hope it's the Dolphins. Yeah, right. Oh my um, God. Ron, and, I kid you not, if you get the Browns, I'm going to laugh so hard. I know, that's going to be fucking hilarious. That's why I put him in there. Same with the Patriots. Well, he's got um, some good teams right now, so yeah, we need, we need, we need to have some stinkers to really bounce it out. So what's going to happen is it's going to yep. create a list of the teams, and it's going to number them like one through whatever. So whoever's number one, that's the team that I'm going to cheer for. All right? All right, so, here we go. All right. Wait, cheer for? Yeah, the one that, well, yeah, because I'm picking, it, a, I'm picking a team to cheer for through this whole thing like it, it, i don't want to cheer for the bills so, anymore so kyle so it's so kyle it's three teams on each side that, right. that ron picks uh-huh. and then uh-huh. one in each division that is randomly generated by this list when he yeah, says right. cheer for they're going to be the fourth entry into into the tournament oh i thought okay right but so still part of the whole tournament oh yeah, yeah. correct like, like, this no, is no, the no. team you're picking yeah sorry i did right yeah okay, yeah yeah okay go Let's okay do it. drum roll please and this is where i'm going to add the drum roll all right, and on, Dolphins. Dolphins, randomize the Houston Browns. Texans. Houston Texans. Oh shit, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's They're a good team, man. The AFC. They're on fire. The AFC looking like a a strong contender right now. Okay. And, and on a side note, Cleveland did finish New York second, Jets, number twelve. <laughs> Cleveland did finish second, which is not something that you hear very often. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just a little rude. win for them. I know. I wanted to pick the Browns, but I also wanted to pick a team that is going to go to the playoffs. So, all right. So that list is done. All right. Now we're gonna plug in the NFC, which is like every team in the NFC that I didn't just list. All right, guys. Who do you who do you want to see for that one? Oh man. Who we got? I forget. I I'd say Carolina from that group too good that's that would be so weird because like i ran the simulation yesterday and the teams that i got were houston and carolina so if i got that again today that was the giants do you want the giants 
like the yeah. stinkiest I team. A, I want a crappy team. That's in there. fair. Yeah, that's fair. There's all kinds. You have all kinds of good ones to root Look, for. So I hope I'm already cheering for the Giants because it's my brother's team. So I mean, that would just make it more. Right, never mind. Yeah, that would just make it more that they're my primary team. Which uh, wow. Can I, just, can I just say? Can I just say we need to record like this every week because this is hysterical. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I need to. Yeah, I want to see you guys when we do. Yeah, this. I need to take a nap like literally every single time, you know, <laughs> before we record and just make us all an hour late. So, oh, I hope it's the Cardinals. Yeah, that would be pretty funny Ooh. too. Yeah. All right. All right. And ready to drum go. roll, please. Can't and the winner of the NFC Wild Card is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's got Fitzmagic. Ah, oh, Fitzmagic. I got to cheer for him again. Oh, my God. I thought we were and done. Green Bay finishes second. Yep. I thought we were done. Man, sorry, just when sorry, I thought Kyle, I was your, four, your 49ers finished in 12. <laughs> hey. That's where they're going to finish anyway. <laughs> Dude, they got, the, they got the Cardinals. They could beat out. Okay? That's true. That's true. Oh, Ron, that's so much shade. <laughs> You said that our listenership was up when I was sassy, so here I am. Well, yeah, uh, of course. Anyway. The more razzing there You're is. sassy because you got a nap in you. Exactly. Exactly. That's what happens when I sleep a half an hour past our start time. <laughs> I get sassy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So there you guys have it. So uh, I'm going to plug these teams in really quick, and I'm going to list off those teams <laughs> one more time. So to recap. The teams that are going to be facing off for my undying love and affection until next season or until the Bills are good again is the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the L.A. Chargers, Chicago Bears, L.A. Rams, Minnesota Vikings, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Houston Texans. And uh, we're also going to do a quick simulation here just to see who the simulation thinks is going to win. So, gentlemen, who are your picks? Who do you think is going to win? Are you I, doing the whole group, or are you doing the NFC, then AFC? Oh, that's a good point. I could thing. probably do that. Yeah, draw it out a little bit I more. mean, you could do the whole group. Do the whole group. Okay, I'll do the whole group, and then I'll do like the individual division. No, it doesn't matter. Do the whole doesn't group. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. We'll do the whole group. Um, I think between those, I think the fans are going to want to cheer on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. If I'm being honest. I don't yeah, know. I think you, you got a young quarterback. You just got a young squad. I th- uh, yeah, that's probably not going to happen, but... <laughs> Uh, they'll probably all vote for no, tampa bay well, well, you can't play you can't blame a guy for trying that's true it's true all right guys we're gonna randomize the whole group we're gonna see who comes out on top here and the winner of the pick your or choose, sorry yes yes the winner of the change your stripes Bears. tournament is going to be according to the simulation the tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> that's good <laughs> sounds about right apparently i'm clairvoyant guys <laughs> Uh, apparently they want you to root for Fitzmagic. Yep, apparently they're just like, look, dude, he was on your team when he started. Go back to where you began or something. I, don't know. I will say this, though. When we started these NFL episodes, you really do have a love for Jameis Winston. Yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, He's just always been good when I have him on my fantasy team, so I like him. Yeah. All right. So uh, to all our listeners out there, Ron is actually going to be leading the charge this week with the... Uh, Week 10 schedule. Oh. So, Ron, 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 what do we got going this week? Well, as you can see, the game at the top of the list right now is the Chicago Bears at the Buffalo Bills. 
uh, which, as you may know, ended in a, uh, a score of 41 to 9. Uh, incidentally, Nathan Peterman, passing leader in this game, and uh, don't know how that <laughs> happened. Woo boy. That's really, really, really sad. I know. Wait, are, wait, is this this week or are we doing week 10? Isn't this this week? Or are we talking about the games like that we're picking for next? Oh, yeah. I guess we would be doing that, huh? Never mind. Hold on a second, guys. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's a fun little hey, stat, you know, isn't a it? Game, isn't that a fun little a stat? A game we didn't touch on, really, the Redskins losing to oh, the Oh, yes, the yes, Falcons. yes. I would have thought the Falcons were a big team going into the year, but that was... I guess an upset. Yeah, that was a that was a big game for the Falcons, so they needed that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Now they're five hundred. Well, at least somebody is around here. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like we covered Carolina and Pittsburgh last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we did. Because that's what we're doing. We're yes, getting we we're getting out a week ahead. Um, coming up, we've got Detroit at Chicago, one o'clock on Fox. Um, at, in Chicago, uh, what do you guys think for this game? Uh, after the way Matthew Stafford got treated like a rag doll last week, I I take the Bears all day long. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way. The Bears defense looked really good against the Bills, scored some good points, and like you said, with what the Detroit's given up right now, I think the Chicago is in for another good game. Well, you have to remember as well that Chicago was playing against the Bills, so they're going to do good regardless. Um, but yeah, I think that Chicago is going to win this as well. Um, they're just looking really dominant right now. Moving along. Um, we've got New Orleans Saints at the Cincinnati Bengals, one o'clock on Fox as well. Apparently, I don't know how they're going to do a simulcast like that, but they will. Um, Dan, who do you think is going to uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Who dat? Them Saints. After the way they just beat the previously undefeated Rams, the Saints are just on a roll. I they they can't be beat right now. It's the Saints all the way. Kyle. Yeah, yeah. They just made a mark for top team in the nfc for sure i think i would still pick the rams even though they just beat them um i think the defense would be a little bit stronger but the saints man they're they have got to be a top three or four team in the league and i think they're going to take care of the Bengals, no problem all right moving along we've got the atlanta falcons at the cleveland browns and tickets are starting ron didn't pick a team oh Okay, um, oh, yeah. I guess I didn't. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm so obsessed no. with the presentation. No, I was and asking Dan like why you didn't. Um, I, I, I think that with those two, I'm going to go with New Orleans because, I mean, it's just it's common sense, I feel like. Um, but this is probably going to be the week then that Cincinnati comes out and makes me look like a giant jerk. So, yeah, still going with New Orleans, though. Um, moving along, like I said before, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Cleveland Browns. Again, 1 o'clock, again on Fox. Don't know how they're doing it. But it's also the cheapest game this week. Uh, nope, sorry, it's not. I lied. But they are pretty cheap. Uh, the tickets are twenty three dollars. Twenty three bucks is not bad. Twenty three dollars for an NFL game. Um, what a deal! Yeah, Kyle, who do you think is going to win between the Falcons and the Browns? So I'm getting off my brown my brown town train. Uh, <laughs> they're not doing it. <laughs> I'm going to take the Falcons. Yeah, no, uh, Browns are in shambles. They're in. Uh, they, they just need something to happen on the coaching side of things and. Falcons are going to steamroll. It's not going to be close. Yeah, I don't know about not being close because, I mean, they just came in last week against Kansas City, and for a lot of the game, they made it look like a game. Um, they yeah, did. which was kind of surprising to me. Um, I think that they have a chance against Atlanta, who's just now at 500, if you guys said that. I feel like that's the case. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think they're going to you know, come in there and they're going to you know, have a good game. I don't necessarily know that they're going to win because, I mean, Atlanta still has some pretty good players, but 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna pick Cleveland. So, ooh, boy. yeah. I'm, I'm not looking for my guy Nick Chubb to have a big. Yeah, game. I'm not done with my uh, with my with my Brown Town train, as Kyle said, <laughs> or whatever it was. Oh my god, the Brown Town train. Oh my god, Brown Town train. Can't even say it right, yep. Dan. You like it so it much, right. you can't even say it right. <laughs> Next up, one of three games on CBS. Yeah, three games on CBS at one o'clock. There's another one o'clock game on Fox coming up. Apparently, weird. Um, we've got the New England Patriots. You love this at the Tennessee Titans. One o'clock on cbs uh dan gonna start with you because it's your your hometown boys who's gonna win this game do you really have to ask i do because it's my it's my job as a journalist patriots patriots and patriots my job as a journalist yes i'm the one in charge of presenting the games this week so it's all on me this is very true yeah uh no patriots in this one uh you know played great on uh, sunday night last night against the packers uh, played good on both sides of the ball, and they held Aaron Rodgers in check. I think it does not change this week, and I think uh, Tennessee's in for a rough one. Mm. Yeah, I agree. The Patriots are just hitting their stride right now. They've won six in a row. They're only going to get stronger going into this, uh, November, December, so I'm definitely taking the Patriots. Yeah, um, I also agree. And I'm just going to leave it at that because it, I don't need to say anything else. You guys already said it for me. Okay, moving on to the next 1 o'clock game on CBS, apparently. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Indianapolis Colts. And this is actually the cheapest game on the NFL schedule this week with tickets starting as low as $19, according to ESPN. Kyle, who do you got between these two? Um I wouldn't say powerhouses. Seriously, talk about disappointing teams. Uh, I don't know where to go with this. The Texans are going to run away with the AFC South, so I don't think it really matters, especially with how bad Jacksonville is disappointed. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Indy on this one. Yeah, I'm actually the same way. Uh, I, I think Jacksonville is just, I don't know what's going on with them. Oh, wait, yes, I do. They have Blake Bortles as their quarterback. Um Indianapolis, uh, luck is starting to find a stride, especially with T.Y. Hilton. And then you got a guy like Jack Doyle, who's just a red zone monster. I, I think it's it's Indianapolis. And their run game is like starting yeah, to develop. Nakeem Hines and uh, Marlon Mack are really showing, yeah. showing me some stuff. Yeah, um, I can't really, in good conscience, uh, pick a team that's coached by Doug Marone, especially when they're performing poorly, because that's just an easy way to an L. So I'm also going to go with Indianapolis. Um, moving on, uh, we've got the Arizona Cardinals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, so, some people may think that this is like a, a runaway kind of, uh, kind of thing. Uh, it's my game of the week. Because uh, I think that uh, Kansas City is going to come in here and they're going to uh, make a real uh, statement in terms of their Super Bowl uh, aspirations. So I'm going with the Chiefs and I'm going to move to Dan to make his pick now. Yeah, you know, you're right. You know, Arizona's defense actually hasn't been all that bad this season. Um, you know, they've they've had some rough games, granted. Um, but I think I've said this a couple of episodes ago. Uh, Arrowhead Stadium, really hard to play in. I'd say probably the second hardest stadium to play in next to uh, Mile High. Um, I think Kansas City uh, does work against them, and I see Patrick Mahomes sitting by middle of the third quarter. Do you see Patrick Mahomes sitting by the middle of the third quarter? Is that what you said? Yeah, because they're going to be up by so much. They're going to be doing so well that they don't need him to start and get hurt. I got you. I think that's fair. 
Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Cardinals really have a chance. The Chiefs want to make a statement, like you said. They're, yeah. they're only favored by 16 and a half points. Um, I think they're going to take care of it, no problem. I mean, the Cardinals are only, what, one and seven? So, you know, they could they could make it happen. Two and six. Two and six. They're pretty close. Oh, wow. They're doing as good as the Bills, who are actually up next on our list. So, could segue me. Um, we've got the Buffalo Bills going into MetLife Stadium to face off against the New York Jets, who actually have more wins than the Bills this year. Uh, also one o'clock on CBS. So, uh, gentlemen, I'm going to go with uh, with Kyle first on this one. Who do you have winning this game? You guys remember when we thought the Jets were like the strongest com- oh, um, yeah. competitor to the Patriots, their biggest Yeah, uh, I remember about a month ago. Yeah. Three and six now. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone is a threat. I don't think they're even is the biggest non-threat would be the bills and that's all we can really say oh yeah no doubt but um i guess i'm gonna take the jets in this one all right you know uh this is a game um and please don't take offense rob i am Uh, so ready to get triggered uh, uh, oh my god as uh one of my favorite comedians lewis black says this is like choosing between two bowls of crap the only difference is the smell yeah um (laughs) Uh, I I gotta go with the Jets here. Uh, Peterman can't throw a touchdown to save his save his life, oh, and oh. until they get over ten points in a week, I I gotta go with the Jets. I'm going to uh, actually correct you there. Nathan Peterman does throw a touchdown pretty much every game. It's uh, you know, it's just it's for the other team. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's um, paired with like seventeen interceptions. Yeah, something like that. I mean, honestly, I was kind of surprised they didn't throw more last week, but you know, anyway. Um, moving right along, we've got a couple of teams, um, one of which is in the, uh, the tournament, the change your stripes tournament. We've got the Washington Redskins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James stadium. Uh, uh I'm going to go to Dan first on this one. Dan, who do you think is going to win this game? Also, I want to clock at Fox. Uh, I'm going with the generators pick. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think, uh, Washington kind of got put in their place last week. Showed that they're kind of vulnerable on defense, and Tampa loves to sling it. And I think Fitzmagic comes back and comes back strong, looking like a like an older Kyle Hersey with that fabulous beard and the chest hair and the gold chain. Yeah, just killing it. Oh God, uh, he's showing it on the camera right now. Gross. <laughs> uh, uh, this show's getting vivid. Uh, I, I uh, oh man, I, I gotta go with Tampa. Love Tampa this week. This is actually my game of the week. All right. Ooh, nice. This is kind of a fun matchup, and I wanted to take Tampa, and that's when I realized to go with the opposite when it comes to the Redskins because I usually cannot get them right. So I'm I'm guessing they'll bounce back this game. Uh, so I'm going to take Washington. That's fair. Um, I think I'm also going to go with Tampa Bay just because, again, the generator picked them to be the team, although that might be a reason to go against them. Um just because it could be an omen. Yeah, it could be an omen because uh, you know the generator obviously wants to troll me. So, uh, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be a close game, probably closer than a lot of Washington fans want it to be. And uh, yeah, all right, moving right along, we've got the L.A. Chargers also in the tournament against the Oakland Raiders, 4:05 on Fox. Um, I think this is another one of the cheapest games of the week. They are selling tickets for as low as $27 on ESPN.com. Um, I'm going to go to Kyle first. Who do you think is going to win between the uh, the Chargers and the Raiders? 
Oh man, easy one. The Chargers. Um, it's a division game, but geez, at this point, the Raiders just don't have anything going, and the Chargers are only turning it on. Um, I said this, I think, a few weeks ago, but they won't take the division. I don't think they can beat Kansas City, but they there's there's a very good chance they're going to have the wild card spot. Um, I'm taking the Chargers. So even though uh, the Bucks were generated as the pick for um, you to be the team that uh ron cheers for Mm -hmm. i wouldn't mind seeing ron in some powder blues um (laughs) i i i I gotta go with the the la chargers you know i got family out in la shout out to uh my aunt christy out there in in la jolla um but yeah chargers just demolished the raiders in this game sorry cousin christian they're gonna get smoked all right I think I'm also going to go with the Chargers because I've seen the last few weeks of football, and I think that just makes sense. Um, next up, we've got kind of a mismatch here. We've got the powerhouse in the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins, going up against these scrubs from the NFC North, gr- the Green Bay Packers, starting at 425 kind on of CBS. A mismatch? Kind of a mismatch here, you know. Obviously, Miami is the much stronger team here going into this game. Uh, I'm going to go with you on first, a, Dan. On a, Who do you think is going to win this a, game? On a side note, $134? What are they, trying to rob the people blind? <laughs> well, this is not a $134 game. Well, That's because it's Green yeah. Bay, man. They're loyal, and they sell out all the time. And it's Miami? hard to get a ticket. Come on. Yeah. Anything stop. in Lambo is going to be more expensive. Oh, yeah, no stop doubt. robbing the people blind, for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shame on you, Green Bay, Shame. for robbing the people. Shame. Of, uh, Shame. Uh, people are like, oh, uh, people are like, it's a Miami Dolphins game. Maybe I can get one for twenty bucks. But no, no, they have to charge them hundred and thirty-four dollars to go see <laughs> Miami get their crap pushed in by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it's, it, 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 it's Green Bay by thirty. Yeah, Kyle, what do you think? Green Bay by thirty. I don't think it'll be that big, but I'm taking the Packers at home. Oh yeah, yeah. especially in November. You uh, wait and Miami. see. Wait, you wait and see, Kyle. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. You know, embarrassed on national television. No, they're probably gonna beat them. I bet you it's less than fourteen. But the Miami's gonna be very out of their element, going from seventy-five to whatever it'll be in Lambeau. Yeah, negative twenty because it's November. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Negative twenty because it's November. Um, I also it's am not predicting. The ice ball wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. I also am predicting an upset here, and I'm going to go with the Packers. I think that they're going to just go in there and they're going to surprise everybody and win big against against the Dolphins. Um, uh, Ron, Ron, Ron. Who oh, were they surprising? Shit. I'm who, sorry. I thought we were in Bizarro World. My who, bad. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins who, suck. Part, 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 <laughs> Pardon to our listeners, he's not yet released from his Bill's captivity. Yeah. So I, um, he still have Bill's brain. Yeah, exactly. I still have Bill's brain. It's a new poo brain. It's like a more specific case. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that you guys weren't like talking about that earlier, though, because I said the exact same thing. But anyway, I guess I just was uh, good enough at acting that I snuck it by you. Uh, anyway, moving right along, uh, we've got the Seattle Seahawks coming up against the LA Rams. The Rams coming off of their first loss against the saints um i don't know what seattle did last week so i'm not going to comment on that guys uh, i'm going to start with kyle who do you think is going to win between the seahawks and the rams um, this will be my my game of the week this is a great nfc west matchup um seattle just lost to the chargers ah yes right 
I feel like we talked and, about it. And yeah, the Rams obviously just lost as well, but they're going to come back pretty ticked off. Um, and I think they're going to take care of business pretty well in LA. So I'm going with the Rams. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't see the Rams losing at home. Um, Seattle, they just can't go, go get it going offensively. They had the good run game going, but God passing. It just seemed like every one of their players on their team looked like, uh, Oh, what's his name from the replacements? Orlando Washington. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, that guy. <laughs> Who just, just butterfingers all over the place. That guy. Remember, you don't remember when they they put all the sticky stuff on his on his gloves? I haven't seen that so movie, but I do it, remember keep, that actually. Keep a hold of the ball. Yeah, it reminds me of Little Giants. Oh, oh God, yes, Little Giants. So good. Too. I didn't watch that movie uh, either. Stuck it to his chest. <laughs> Speaking of Little Giants, yeah. L.A. Rams, uh, I'd say by 20 on Seattle. All right. I'm going to agree with you guys. I think the Rams come out here and they're looking for redemption. I think they win. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like by a huge amount, but I still think that they come in and they uh, they beat the Seahawks. And, uh, yeah, then they get back on their winning ways. So moving along, we've got the Dallas Cowboys meeting up with the Philadelphia Eagles in a divisional game, a uh, pretty big game for that division, I guess. Uh, maybe I don't know. This is a good primetime game. Yeah, starting at eight twenty on NBC uh, from Philadelphia. Okay, cat, you could not knock shit down while I'm recording. That would be appreciated. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start with Dan on this one. Dan, who do you think is going to win between the Cowboys and the Eagles? Man, this is a tough one. I almost had this as my game of the week, but man, um, I'm I'm going to go Philly at home. Uh, I, I think Dallas is a different team on the road. Uh, Philly's defense is going to bounce back after a nice bye week, you know, maybe sipping mo- some mojitos at home and having some rest. Um, I, I just, I think, uh, Alshon Jeffrey is the difference. I think, uh, I, I think they're going to just, I think, I think it's going to be close. I'd say a field goal difference, maybe a deciding field goal at the end and uh, Fiegel, uh Eagles win by three. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm with the Eagles as well. Um, I just don't trust the Cowboys, and they go back and forth, um, and I, I think Philly's going to pull it off. I think that's fair. I think that it's really difficult to trust Dallas right now. Um, simultaneously, I don't know how anybody trusts Philadelphia. Um, yeah. I mean, really, it's just so hard right now to predict the uh, NFC. Is it East, I want to say? NFC? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I, anytime I think of East, I just think of that division that, with the team that I used to cheer for. Um yeah, I think I've got to go with Philadelphia as well, but I it's really it's a coin toss on this one. Uh, moving along, we've got the Monday night game. We've got the New York Giants coming in Ooh. to Levi Stadium in Santa Clara to play against the San Francisco 49ers, 8-15. Did they not at ESPN set this ESPN. game up for a bunch of Garoppolo primetime games? I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were like they were really hoping for Garoppolo to play in some Sunday, Monday, and Thursday night games. Yeah. And it's not working out. Well, yeah, they were really hoping for that, you know, that that re- reply to Tom Brady, you know, uh, being on every single primetime game ever. So they didn't get it this year. I will no. say this, though, Kyle. Uh, if you have a quarterback on a bye week, go pick up Mullins. I think he do, I think he does some straight up work at home against against the Giants yeah. secondary. I'm nervous when it's like the one game, but I mean, why not, right? Bethard's never really looked that good, and all of a sudden, he, yeah, he does look nice. It's gonna be really interesting to watch. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kyle first, uh, just with his his prediction because it's his team. Yeah, I'm gonna take the 49ers, just riding off their momentum here, and I do hope Mullen starts. Um, 
I think he will. I don't know if it's been announced or not, but it, it has I been. Mean, Mullins is a starter. Really? Yeah, sweet. We'll go with it. And the running back game is going to be healthy. Um, yeah, I think they're bound to get two two in a row here. Wow, that's a yeah. winning streak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is considered one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm going with Kyle. I'm going to uh, build that win streak. I will say this. Sorry to your brother Tom because man, the Giants. They have coaches arguing with players. They got players arguing with management. You got OBJ yelling at a fan. And I'm not talking about a fan in the stands. I'm talking about a literal fan on the sidelines. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Kyle, you were the absolute worst. Um, Just just so all our listeners know, he's just showing his nipple on on the cam as we record. Dan. Don't just say stuff because the listeners can't see us. Don't just try to make things up and get them. Don't try to paint a picture about who I <laughs> but am. But this is an audio yeah, drama, isn't it? I'm going to paint a picture of Kyle's hairy nipple. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, 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 I got I to go with the 49ers. Um, the way they looked last week, uh, they, they just came out firing. And I think the difference maker, and Kyle, you could probably agree as a 49ers fan, is George Kittle. He is just an absolute oh. monster. He is. He's definitely the most reliable option they have right now. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go with the 49ers on this one. I think that uh, you know, as as much as I want to pick the Giants because it is Tom's team, I just can't do it. And it seems like they finally found a quarterback who might be serviceable until until uh, Garoppolo comes back. So I'm going to go with yeah. San Francisco as well. And Dan, you don't have to apologize to Tom. He knows this team is bad. So. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this is true. Yeah, and who we got on Thursday night? Thursday night uh, next for week. next week. Let's move right along to that week eleven Thursday night. We've got the Green Bay Packers Ooh. going to CenturyLink Field in Seattle to play against the Seahawks eight twenty on Fox slash NFL Network on Thursday. That's a good game. Uh yeah, that's going to be a really interesting one. I think I'm going to go to Dan first. Dan, who do you got in this matchup? Well, I gotta say. Props to the uh, NFL for back-to-back Thursday night games that are actually worth watching. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's been a few of them. Uh, I mean, I gotta, I, I don't, I gotta go with Green Bay. I, I think Green Bay is just on a roll right now. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a short week for them, but uh, I think Aaron Rodgers goes into CenturyLink, and you know, clearly like uh, Philip Rivers did, who he walked into CenturyLink and put 25 on them, and then their defense held. Uh, Seattle to only what was it, seventeen or eighteen points? Let me go back and check. Um, you can keep talking. I'm just um, gonna go back and check. But but I I do I do think that uh that Green Bay um goes and wins at Century Link. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Green Bay as well. Um, I'm really curious to see what Seattle does this year. They're like they're gonna contest for a wild card, and I really want to say they can win at home, but I'm gonna have to take Green Bay. Uh, yeah, so Seattle did only score 17 points that week. Uh, let me go back here. Yeah, I think I'm also going to go with Green Bay on this one. Um, I think it's going to be close because, you know, Seattle's at home and they always thrive when they are at home. But I think that Green Bay just has a better chance. I think that Aaron Rodgers is finally hitting, you know, relax mode. I think that he's finally, you know, going to start uh, coming to live and just like, yeah, going crazy on team. So. I will say, crazy. though, that Seattle defense is not the same without Earl Thomas, without uh, Richard Sherman, who is now a 49er. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a completely different team uh, without those same guys in that crowd. You know, people were afraid to play in Seattle because of how loud it was. It's just it's not the same. Yeah, I just I think it's a different environment to play in. And I think it's actually become one of the easier places to play. 
Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know. It might be different when you got Green Bay in town because it's a bigger team. It's uh, you know, a more important game, possibly. I don't know. I just I think that between those two, like it's just it's always gonna be a really hard fought game. And um I don't know. I think that they're gonna I think they're gonna wanna make uh a good impression on people watching. But anyway, uh that's gonna do it for us on this segment where we pick the where we do our picks i guess i don't know what 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 do you what what we call this segment what do i make my spiffy new intro for this segment (laughs) oh that's a good question um uh i can't do the pick em corner because we already have the fantasy football corner maybe next week tonight uh our picks i guess yeah just keep it simple game picks. (laughs) okay that's fine all right that does it for our game pick segment this week and uh, we're gonna take a break when we get back we're gonna be in the fantasy football corner with my awesome new intro for that and um i'm gonna talk about who to start who to sit and uh we got some scenarios as well so stay tuned and we'll be right back you don't listen to the heavyweight jumps well they're only the greatest podcast that wrestles with pop culture you don't believe us? Well, listen to some of their fans. And for those of you that don't speak cricket, here's our translator, Mr. Harlan T. Bobo. It's like cotton candy in my ears right now, man. <laughs> the Heavyweight Chumps. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Every Monday and Thursday, same fat time, same, same fat, fat channel. And welcome back from our last break, everybody. Uh, we'll get right back into it, and we're going to end the show with the Fantasy Football Corner. It's the Fantasy Football Corner with Dan, Ron, and Kyle. Who should you start? Who should you sit? Why do people play this comparatively boring version of Dungeons and Dragons? Find out in the Fantasy Football Corner. Uh, so I wanted to go over first uh, our stardom and sediments from last week. Uh, I will say, none of us really hit the mark on our starts or our sets. We, you uh, say that like I we've been great at it this all year. <laughs> I definitely remember who I picked for both. Uh, so uh, I wanted to start off with Kyle. Kyle had uh, DJ Moore as a start, which on paper, very good start. Um, he was getting a ton of targets in the Carolina offense. Uh, trending up, as they say. He was, and all it did was one fumble cost him his game, basically. He ended up uh, getting targeted twice. He had one reception. He had uh, a couple runs for for good yardage. He only ended up with three points. Uh, I was pretty disappointed because I actually had him in a, in a DraftKings lineup, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm excited. He's he's going to do really well." And then he yeah, puts up a dud. Yeah, he's cheap. He was. He was only forty three hundred in DraftKings, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And those I was are the like, "Players you need to win." And I was like, "You know, you have to have one of those cheap players to win. So why not go DJ Moore against a banged up Bucks secondary?" And he puts up a dud. Um. But um, great! It was a great pick on paper. paper. I'm not dogging you on that, Kyle, at all. Um, The next one was your sit was Philip Lindsay, which was also a good pick on paper because the Texans do have a good run D. He only ended up with nine point four points. 
He had 60 yards on 17 rushes, two receptions on three targets for 24 yards. So he had 84 total yards. Not bad. But if you're putting him in as an RB1 or RB2, that's a, that's a bad week. So Yeah, I mean, considering I, like in my league, we're scoring about 130, 140 a game. So like that's a bad play, really. Um, you know... And he's been averaging, you know, 15 to 20 or so a game. So, I mean, that's yeah, not bad I for think, like a flex play, but definitely not for yeah. a starting running back. Right. And on a bye weeks, it maybe wasn't a bad play, you know, if you had some buys. Um, but yeah, could could done better. Yeah. Um, next was uh, my start instead of him. I had uh, Sammy Watkins as, as my start, and he ended up with 8.9 points. He had five targets, five receptions, 62 yards, no touchdown. Uh, so he was doing well, no and he actually dropped a touchdown in the end zone towards the end, or it was batted down towards the end towards the end of the game. Um, so it could have been a good payoff, but nonetheless, not bad. Good flex play, but definitely not a starting receiver. Uh, and my sit was Jordy Nelson, who against the Forty ers who ended up with two receptions for sixteen yards. I mean, just he's more or less non-existent in that offense, so. I pet the myself. Offense is non-existent. This is also true. Yeah. Speaking Jeez. of Oakland, Ron's start was Mr. Doug Martin uh, against the 49ers, who ended up with 11 rushes for 49 yards, one reception for 20 yards on two targets. So overall, 69 yards, not too bad. Uh, it's a de- decent flex play. Um, but I will what, say, what'd you say his yards was again? Uh, he had 69. Oh, really? He had nice. 69 total <laughs> yards. You were. You get a bonus point for that. Ha ha ha! You guys are the worst. Um, uh, Ron, you're set. Uh, Dan's over there. Missed the Woo! mark a little bit, but yeah. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You had said the Tampa Bay quarterbacks whoever started, and that was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, <laughs> and Ryan Fitzpatrick had 27 points. He had 243 passing yards, four touchdowns. He did have two picks. He was sacked three times, and he had a fumble. But four touchdowns, though, that's gonna that's gonna warrant a start in pretty much every league you're in. Yeah, that uh, first yeah. half he looked real bad, but he turned it on. He turned it on the second half. So that fits magic, you might say. So Kyle, I actually want to start with you. Uh, who do you have as your start and your sit for this week? Oh, this week's easy. Uh, my start. This is. Um, Someone, well, I guess not easy, but like someone that you're probably on the edge about. Um, but Marlon Mack for the Colts, I think he'll have a great game against the Jaguars. He's kind of like trending up right now. They're coming off of a bye and everything, but I think they um, will. He'll do well this week, and he's really not rated, you know, very high. So if you're looking at picking up someone in like those weekly things you talked about, Dan, I think that's a good play. Um, yep. So I would definitely give him a shot. And then someone I'm thinking about sitting. Um, just kind of taking a risk would be Joe Mixon um, against the Saints. I think the uh, the Bengals are going to be reeling against the Saints and playing from behind, and I don't know how well Mixon will do. Not to mention, I actually heard this report that uh, the Bengals might be losing A.J. Green for at least the next three weeks. He might have to get uh, surgery on his foot. Yeah, he's. I got him on my team. I had that pop up a few hours ago. He's gonna miss at least two, three games. So I think by default, Boyd would be a a play of the week as well. But I mean, he's already been looking good anyway. Yeah, and, and uh, obviously you saw this past week the Saints are beatable on on defense in terms of passing. 
Uh, Rushing, not so much. Passing, they can definitely uh, be beat. Um, Ron, who do you got for your starts and sits this week? Oh, boy. Uh, So going into week 10, uh, we got a couple of really interesting matchups that we already went over. I think that for my start this week, it's going to be kind of controversial and maybe a little bit on the dumb side. I might not expect Kaepernick? this one to pan out that well. Yeah, Kaepernick. No, I wish. I wish. I I really do. Uh, Buffalo, get on that. Um, but speaking of which, uh, I'm picking the Buffalo Bills defense and special teams to uh, for the start this week. Just because they're going up against the Jets, if it was literally any other team, I would say, no, just keep them on your bench. But I think that they're going to have a pretty good game against the Jets. Um, I think that they are still kind of struggling to find their identity. I think that the Bills are still going to lose, but I think their defense is going to do uh, pretty well. So That's a risky that's pick. Start. I hope I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, well, you know. I do, I do like it because other than, I think there was a stat they had mentioned on Red Zone and... Again, don't quote me with my stats on red zone. I think they had said other than Nathan Peterman, there's only been one other player in the NFL who's thrown more picks, and it's Sam Darnold. It's, yeah. He's thrown well, a bunch. There you go. Yeah, that's why I'm picking the Bills defense, because they obviously are stacked with wide receivers who can't play quarterback, like Terrell Pryor, who can definitely play quarterback, and they should have started at quarterback, and I might not be having this tournament if they still had, you know, a quarterback. Um <laughs> quarterback yeah so i'm going with the uh quarterback i'm going with the bills defense this week i think it's going to be the only bright side of this game for them so um and for my sit let me just take a look really quick because we've got got let me see here let me see here what matchup don't i like that much i'm gonna say sit sterling Shepard going up against the san francisco 49ers i think that just to kind of match up with my prediction for the game i don't think it's going to go very well for him um I honestly don't know what San Francisco's secondary look lo- looks like. It could be like an absolute just garbage fire back there, but like I don't know. I don't think that he's gonna do that great, honestly. That's yeah. my starts and sits. Boop-a-doo. I I will say this. Um, there is one particular um player for the Forty ers on defense. Uh, I named him earlier, Richard Sherman. He um he could be a guy who could do really well against a guy like Sterling Shepard. If he's not on OBJ, he's going to be on Sterling. And I like yeah. that pick. I think I think that's a solid, solid pick. Um, you know what I just realized? What's I that? should have picked for my sit. I should have said something like Michael Crabtree or Alex Collins. I should have said that you should sit those guys because they're on a bye this week. Ah, oh, man. There's going to be so many people who mess that up because I, I left three players in who were on a bye this week. <laughs> it did not turn mm-hmm. out well for me. So remember to set your players on a bye, guys. You didn't get any points, did you? No. I think I got like 60 <laughs> points for the whole team. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. my God. Um, so for this week, um, I have some I have some um, I have an interesting start. Um, I wanted to get your guys take on it. Uh, so he's really emerged as in all honesty, the number one option for this offense uh, they've been heavily mentioned in this episode, uh, mainly because they were the number one on the generator. But my my pick for start for the week is O.J. Howard. He has been an absolute beast in the red zone. He may not get you a lot of yards. He may get you 50 yards a game, but he may get you two touchdowns in that game. Uh, he's heavily targeted by whether it's Winston or Fitzpatrick. He's getting targeted 
every single game when they're inside the 20 yard line he's getting looked at because he is just a humongous body who came from a good system in Alabama also and Nick Saban knows how to groom pro players and I think OJ Howard is testament to that um yeah I'm a little bit hesitant with like these touchdown dependent players but I mean he seems to get a lot of action regardless so yeah I like him what do you think Ron I agree I think that's a good pick. Although I also, you know, I want to make a snarky comment about Nick Saban, like grooming pro players. Cause I'm just like, man, he really was horrible when he was in the league. Wasn't he? Oh God. So, <laughs> he anyway. was bad. Yeah, um, he was atrocious. Uh, so then my sit for this week is a man who spent most of this past week on the ground, or should I say the turf? <laughs> um, and I think it's going to continue again this week. Um, and that man, is Matt Stafford. Um, I, he he's he is going to be running for his life, and I hope he brings some depends to Chicago because he might need them. <laughs> Damn, Kyle, they all wear diapers Kyle. when they're on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, and no wonder there's so much of a bulge. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but a bunch. Um, no, I. That's I, messed up, man. That's messed up. I think just after getting sacked ten times, and on top of that. Khalil Mack is returning next week. That's not going to be good for Matt yeah. Stafford. He's going to get massacred back there. I'd I'd say twelve sacks for the for the Bears. 12. Yeah, he's going to get sacked That's my twelve defense. times. Hey, it's not unheard of. He got sacked ten times in Minnesota. Why can't he get sacked yeah, twelve times in Chicago? Trying for a record here, guys. Come on, twenty-two sacks in in, in two weeks. I think it's possible. And Matt Patricia's gonna be Seriously. like, "Man, my defense is great, but hey, your offensive line is terrible. You can't coach." Uh, common. I hope he common. does well. I like him. I he, like. He's Matt better Patricia suited now. as a he's he's a great guy, but he's better suited as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, he does not no, have I the know. head coach chops. Well, I mean, and talk about walking into a bad situation. You're in Detroit. Like, they're not really ever he, known he, for having, like, winning seasons. He walked into a dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah, a dumpster, dumpster fire. Yep. Wait, Wayne McAllister, I if you're listening to this. into a burning garbage fire. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. Um, Ron, at uh, least you didn't say insert music here and then pretend to do the music. Shut up, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'll put it in now, right, Ron? So I don't sound like an idiot, right? Did it? Did it? Okay. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, Wayne, I do have a guitar, but I'm not that good. Anyway. Wayne McAllister, oh, thank if you're the listening heavens. to this, um, Stafford's going to be running for his life, and, and yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Um, Guys, great news. Schefter just said AJ Green won't need surgery. He won't or will? Will not. Oh, two games. thank He's goodness. Two games. That, that's that's not bad. for a lot of people. He's in, my, he's in my team, and my next best receiver is John Brown. Not that good. So I need <laughs> myself some AJ. I, I will say yeah. the, the best part about hearing that news is seeing Ron's reaction on video with his hands like, meh, I don't know. <laughs> just meh. <laughs> hey, to be uh, fair, it was raising the roof originally, but then I was like, it, it turned that turned to dumb. Um, yeah. So I wanted to uh, kind of open form before we close out the show. Um, what do you guys have for your scenarios for this week? If um, if, if we okay. have any, <laughs> here's a fun one for you at quarterback. <laughs> Who would you guys select to play between? The Cleveland Browns quarterback 
also known as uh why did i just think johnny manziel that's not who's playing for them anymore <laughs> that's funny i was just picturing his name he's playing for the hamilton he's playing for the hamilton tiger cats in the cfl oh yeah, yeah yeah my bad my bad between uh uh fuck i just lost his name again the baker mayfield baker. baker mayfield and ryan fitzpatrick now baker mayfield coming into this week he's gonna be facing against atlanta ryan fitzpatrick gonna be facing off against the washington football team with a racist name <laughs> who do you guys got i like fitzpatrick I, I, yeah, think the Redskins, I think the Redskins shown that they're vulnerable vulnerable on pass defense, clearly with Julio Jones scoring his first freaking touchdown this season. Who Hallelujah. Uh, uh, can, <laughs> I can't believe I even uttered that sentence. He was the I think they said seventh in history for most receiving yards before their first touchdown. I think it was like eight hundred and sixty wow. something receiving yards. That's crazy. Before he scored his first touchdown. But uh, I think the Redskins can be beat on, in the secondary. Sorry, Clayton Brown. Uh, but I, I, I got to go with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I just trust their, that offense to put up more yards and more points. Therefore, probably being Fitzpatrick that does it. Yeah, I would agree with you guys. But uh, my opinion also doesn't matter because I'm the guy who came up with the scenario. So <laughs> Your opinion does yeah. matter. My opinion does not matter. By the way, even though this episode is going out after, go vote tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did right, my first next? ever absentee. Oh yeah, and, and I got it in and successful. Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. I've never done one of those. Me but neither. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Glad to hear it works sometimes. All right, Dan. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. <laughs> Who do you got? All right. What are we uh, thinking? Let me see. Which one do I want to give you guys? I have a couple here lined up. Do um, two, Dan. Do two. Cause I'm gonna do two. All right, so I, I got two. I'll start with this one. Um, with the role that Alvin Kamara has been on lately, scoring 20 or more fantasy points in five out of eight games this season. Mini beast. More or less than 20 points against Cincinnati. I'm going to say more because this last game he had three touchdowns, very few yards. I think this is one of those games he gets like a 50, 60 yarder and puts up you know 120 yards. So that with a touchdown will do it. I don't think he'll have another three touchdown performance, but uh, I think he'll break twenty points again. Um, yeah, I don't think he's gonna have any kind of issues uh, whatsoever with that. Um, just me personally. I mean, not to like call out Cincinnati or anything like that, but like this is New Orleans and they are on a roll. They just beat an undefeated team. Their confidence has got to be so high, and I feel like Camara is probably part of that. Yeah, so, they score so many points. Yeah, they're gonna go on a on a roll and. Uh, you know, just like just like butter at the Olive Garden, just gonna go right on a roll, and I think that Kamara's gonna oh, just pick up all yeah. those points. Uh, anyway, yep. <laughs> and and for my next one, uh, you got two uh, decent QBs going on the road against bad teams. You got Matt Ryan in Cleveland and Philip Rivers in Oakland. You have to pick one to start. Who do you pick and why? I'm gonna go Rivers. I just think he's I think he's uh, a, a little bit more hot right now. Um and Oakland's defense I think is even worse. Um so I will take um Rivers even though I think he's a dick. Uh yeah. PG I think show I have to... Kyle, PG show. We're not even being played I... in barber shops anymore. We can yeah. say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <baby. bump> <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, I think I agree. I think the Phillip Rivers is going to have a much easier time in Oakland than Matt Ryan is going to have in Cleveland. I think that even though they're like two and seven or whatever right now, I still think that Cleveland has like a pretty good team. I don't think Oakland, there's like any kind of redeeming qualities, honestly. So I'm going with Phillip Rivers as well. Yeah, it's just it's 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 over for both of them. But I would go with Phillip Rivers if you're going by who's going to get more points. All right. Yep. And Kyle, what do you have for your scenarios? All right. I'm going to go with the uh, running back position this week. Um, so um, I'm like with Freeman gone in Atlanta, it's been Tevin Coleman and Iso Smith. So um, Coleman's pretty much leading the pack. So, you know, either him uh, against the Browns or Marlon Mack. Is he going to kind of break out here against the Jaguars? Um, I think Coleman's probably got a better chance of, you know, being successful just because even though I just said all that really nice stuff about the Browns, um, comparatively, I think they have a worse defense than the Jaguars. So I, uh, I think I got to go with Coleman on that one, but I think it's a close call. Yeah, I- I'm, I'm going with Iran. I, I got to go Tevin Coleman because uh, not only is he running the ball really well, but they're throwing it to him a lot too, kind of like they do with Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I think I think that dual threat. I think Cleveland's not going to know what to do, and uh, I think Tevin's got a chance at a fifteen point game at least. So yeah. I, so I'm going to go with Coleman. Nice, nice. And I have one more. This is a receiver one. Uh, the whole uh, pick two out of three. Uh, Robert Woods, Juju Smith, and uh, Devin Funches. I think they're all right now, kind of just under that receiver one tier. Uh, especially the last few weeks, they haven't, you know, there's hasn't been any huge games out of them. So I'm kind of sh- curious what you guys think about uh, the best two out of there. Oh man, I think between those three, uh, I will say this: Devin Funchess has has really not done very well these past couple weeks. He hasn't been really targeted no. that much. He hasn't really been thrown to that much. It's Olsen's really been, back. You see him lose his targets. It's been the Olson, Newton, and McCaffrey show over in, in Carolina. Yep. With the occasional right. Samuel sighting in there, uh, I I think Funches is just starting to lose target targets. So and Woods is just getting thrown to all over the place, um, and Juju is too. Juju's pretty heavily targeted across the middle. I got to go with Woods and Juju. Yeah, um, I would have to agree with that. But just for the sake of being contrarian, I'm gonna go with Woods and Funches. Um, I think that I mean Woods is just you gotta you gotta start him. I mean he's been having an elite season and it doesn't show any signs of slowing down. Um, Juju Smith, I w- just watched him for the first time this last week because I wasn't gonna watch the Bills, so I decided to watch Pittsburgh instead, and uh, that's why I picked them in my tournament thing there that I set up. Um, I mean he looked like he was doing really well. I was surprised, like it, I don't know, it's probably just because I've been watching like bad football for so long, but it was so weird to see like a good quarterback wide receiver tandem thing there. And uh, I think that they work really well, Um, but I'm going to go with Funches um, just because I feel like since you guys said that he's not getting thrown to as much and there's not as much going on with him that he's probably due for a big game. Like, I don't know if I would say long-term I would go with him over the other two or over Juju Smith, but I think that for this week I would go with it because I feel like they might, the other team might strategize, you know, try to try to come up with a strategy to uh, to neutralize the other threats instead of him. I like that. But actually touching on your uh, Pittsburgh Steelers comment, um, when Big Ben eventually retires, 
the guy who's next up for for Pittsburgh is actually mm-hmm. Wayne's favorite quarterback from college last year by the name of Mason Rudolph from from Oklahoma State. Uh, he okay. is a, a, he is an unbelievable talent. Not to mention his favorite wide receiver when he was in college, James Washington, is also a Pittsburgh Steeler. So that will be right. exciting for you, especially down the stretch, like say four or five years from now. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting if they do win it out. Um, Buffalo, like this this area in general, like it's not oversaturated with Bills fans. Like there's a lot of them because we're literally right next door to Buffalo. But I'd say that the second most popular team in this area is Pittsburgh. So it would be uh, really easy to kind of get into that fan base, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Those Pittsburgh fans are everywhere. They really are. There's Man, a bunch it's in like Maine, it's a too. It's bandwagon team. So there's a bunch in Maine as well. There are. Oh. And and Ron, I will say this. So a shout out to my cousin Jared, who's actually going to school in Pennsylvania now. Uh, but he's actually originally from California. And I th- say his father grew up in Pittsburgh. And he was actually born a Pittsburgh Steelers fan in California. Um, oh. But yeah, it, it's, it's very strange uh, having a, a cousin out who was born in California and he's a east coast football fan it's a little interesting but sometimes it works out that way yeah but uh to each their own well that is actually going to do it for this week's episode of ride the pine thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to us ramble on incessantly um uh please make sure to yourself dan you you know what kyle (laughs) um Mm. Please go <laughs> uh, please go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Ride the Pine Pod. Please also make sure to check out our Twitter and our Instagram this week, especially as we will be posting the polls for the Change Your Stripes tournament. Uh, and we need you guys to vote. That's going to be really important. I know this episode is probably going to come out on Friday, but we still need you guys to go out there and vote so that we can uh, choose the next team for Ron to cheer guys, for. Guys, I need a team to cheer for. I need, look, I can't just cut out football. Like, I really want to because of all the things I've been through the last 20 or 30 years, but I can't do it because I'm on this podcast now. So it's not like I, I just, I can't stop watching football. So I Let's need to put a new some team votes to cheer in for, for the Bucks, guys. Yeah. Let's get the Bucks yeah, going. Just, just like Dumb All Over said this week on their episode, vote. Just vote. <laughs> please vote. It's a voting kind of week. Just go out and vote, please. Yeah. Um, also, if you are feeling especially generous, you can head to our Patreon page and donate uh, however you please. Uh, we're at patreon.com backslash ride the pine. Also, we are on T Public at ride the pine as well. Uh, Ron, what is the link for that on T Public? The link is tpublic.com slash user slash ride the pine pod. And on there, we have t shirts, we have mugs, cell phone cases, you name it, we got it. We even got onesies yeah. for for your new babies coming into the world. Um, yeah, you know they're ride the pine fans. You know that they just listen to us when you're not at home or when you know you need to set them down for a nap. I mean, you never especially know, especially when they need a nap. You, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You might put yeah. them to sleep with our ride the pine yeah. with our incessant rambling. But hey, regardless, I, yeah, as long as we're getting into ears, it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. I hear we got you on that one. Um, so so again, thank you everybody for tuning in. From all of us here at Ride the Pine, we will see you next week for episode 18. Uh, Have a great week, 
and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>